0: Welcome to Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. I'm the Houston part. And
1: a big Hogan howdy from Hogan Holler. Hey there, Dave Hogan. How you doing? Doing great. We got a special guest today that popped into our podcast studio. Our worldwide headquarters of Hot Mike and Houston (laughs) Hogan here. (laughs) We were just talking about the fact that with the internet, you can listen anywhere in the world to what we do.
0: and. we do, and we're fortunate to have some worldwide listeners in here.
1: Some of my foreign travels back in the late 60s, early 70s, I became well acquainted with uh, his name is Jan Shestok, in Czechoslov- what was then Czechoslovakia. It's now the Czech Republic. So he listens to the podcast over there and tells all his friends. Love it. In uh, the Czech Republic. Yon. They tune in. Is it Yon? Yon, yes.
0: Shout out to Yon. We really appreciate that, Yon.
1: Introduce our special guest, Randy.
0: Richard Hurley. How in the world are you, old friend? Well,
1: I'm doing great. And it's it's just I'm flattered to be here with two
2: radio legends, because I've known you boys for a long, long time and you are both legends. So well, yeah. when
1: you put legend uh, next to somebody's name. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes them more
2: than 35 years old. It? That's there right. You go. You, yeah. you,
0: you, I heard a story the other day. If you hang around long enough, you win some awards.
1: You know, that's did you know that at one time <laughs> I was the youngest person on earth? Oh, oh really? <laughs> that's right. That was a year or two ago, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Richard is yeah. a – how do you categorize yourself if 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 you just isolate Richard Hurley to the what you've done in music? Somebody says, what kind of music do you do? Well, What's your answer?
2: I, I guess my answer to that is I, I try to be more of an entertainer. I'm no Tony Rice
1: on the guitar. <laughs> and I'm, but you're a great no lyricist. Um, you've written some wonderful – I would call them – lack of any better term i think it's a good term folk music it's music well, about people and about life and about things you're very kind i've
2: I made the statement uh, someone asked me something about that and i said the greatest legacy i think a body could leave or the, the, i could leave anyway would be the 100 years from now that people hear my songs and call them folk music that's great yeah right. and, and uh, yes sir that's kind of the way i look at it to answer your and question we were I'm talking an entertainer
1: about the Shindig on the Green. I know you've done some MC work up there yeah. for Shindig on the Green. Long time. I had the the pleasure of being now at the time it didn't probably seem like a much of a uh, pleasure for me. I probably wanted to be doing something else. But I worked for Zeb Lee at W S K Y and he says they're starting this thing at we called it City County Plaza at the time. Uh take the I forget what we called it, the mobile music machine or something like that. Take it up there and do some broadcasting. So I went up there, the very first shindig Shindig. on the green. Wow. Wow! Jesse James Bailey was the master of ceremonies at the very first one.
0: Former sheriff of Buncombe County. And
1: Madison County. Right. He's the only person who's been sheriff of two counties. In North Carolina.
0: Quite a character,
1: I understand. Oh, my goodness. He's a great storyteller. And at this very first shindig, he said uh, uh, Jackie uh, Kennedy was in the news a lot at the time. I think she was at that time, you know, the widow of the president, John Kennedy. And she was uh, in the news uh, when she was dating uh, the the Greek fellow, Nassus. Right. And so, uh, Jesse James Bailey said, howdy folks, welcome to our shindig on the green. Uh, got a lot of celebrities here. The mayor's over here. Uh, is Jackie Kennedy in the audience? (laughs) Jackie Kennedy. Hey, Jackie. And everybody started looking around, you know, for Jackie Kennedy and, he then said, well, I guess we'll have to go on without her. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> he sure got the crowd's attention. Yeah, he? you wrote a song, uh, didn't you, uh, I did. uh, Richard, about I did. the shindig on the green?
2: Yeah, one day I just thought about the fact that, well, maybe you kind of need a little theme song for the shindig. So I sat down one day and, and wrote this song and recorded it and uh, on my, my first album, My Mountains, My Songs. And the great Josh Goforth, the genius musician, did all the, parts and i needed a banjo he's a good banjo player but we decided to pull in mark pruitt mark pruitt of course grammy award-winning banjo player with balsam range and we pulled mark in to do the uh, and mark used to be with uh, ricky skaggs he won a grammy with ricky uh, ricky skaggs and uh so he played the five on that one but anyway it just what i tried to do was to bring in every aspect of the shindig on the green and we talked a little bit about the the, some of the legends that have come through the shindig like Cut their teeth there, like uh, Brian's, the great Brian Sutton, uh, um, Mark, of course, and others. But anyway, that's that was the genesis of that particular song.
0: You mind if we uh, play the folks a little bit of that I, song? I'd be flattered. All right, let's see if we can get Shindig on the green. Shindig, Shindig, Shindig on
2: the green. Music. Dancing, the best you've ever seen Saturday night in Asheville, that's the music scene Come on down and have some fun with you shindig on the green Arville bows the fiddle, Georgie picks the five Leonard plays the rhythm, Boyd keeps the beat alive The play for all the dance, he's been picking here for years the Stony Creek's the bluegrass
1: band, the people love to hear it's good music, Richard. Well, thank you very uh, that is great music. It. And uh, Bascom Lamar Lunsford is a name that anybody, whether they're living in Asheville, Buncombe County, or Bakersfield, California, somebody'll know the name Bascom Lamar Lunsford. Responsible for cataloging and writing a lot of folk music, and also was the. Uh, originator and master of ceremonies. I can see him now in that white suit that he wore of the, uh, mountain dancing folk festival. And you wrote a song about that, didn't you? Yeah.
2: You know, the mountain Dance and folk festival,
1: or is you a, wrote a song about basket.
2: Yeah. But the mountain Dance and folk festival is America's longest running continuous folk festival. We even kept it going during COVID
1: 1928. Your memory's
2: on? good. That's exactly. Did you it ever
1: see that clip? from 1928 that's colorized of Bascom Lamar Lunsford uh, doing a fiddle tune he wrote called Dogged Mountain. Don't recall it, but I did I did go to some of them when he was still alive. Yeah, festival, but, but there's a clip on there, and it says on there that it is the oldest folk music video in existence. Huh, and so maybe before the end of our little get-together here, we'll find that. Yeah, there we go.
0: It's called a Tribute to Bascom Lamar Yeah, yeah.
2: It's about the folk festival primarily, a Tribute to Bascom. Okay. In 1882, Bascom was born where the mountain air blows cool. A gentleman farmer and a lawyer man, this minstrel of the mountains loved God's green land. A man with a vision and a love for the past, he made sure the dances and the ballads would last. Preserving our culture and our music so pure, the hollers in the coves were his constant lure. He gathered up folks, some young and some old. There were dancers and singers, and pickers, I'm told. In the year 28, here in Asheville town.
0: That's a great, uh, I, I, I'm telling you that he was an early song catcher.
1: Yeah. Really, he, he was. was yeah. yeah, But here, Randy, is before the end of the program, maybe up a little of this, the first ever video of Appalachian music under just Google Bascom Lamar Lunsford. And it is colorized. You know, how they you remember a few years ago when they started colorizing, um, uh, movies, old black and white movies and somebody colorized. And you've got Bascom here. Who's probably in his thirties. See him sitting on the mm-hmm. porch there. Yeah. That's neat. But anyway, we can't show it on the, podcast anyway but yeah uh it's the first ever video of appalachian music well i sure remember seeing him and
2: meeting him back in the early 60s and he used to have at the old city auditorium and we would leave there and we would after it was over some of us pickers go over to the to westgate and play until about five in the morning till they run us off to drive-in, <laughs> drive-in church
1: but yes. uh, that that all spawned uh, my music shall we go from the experience. drive-in church to the beer city
0: Hey, Dave, your uh, disc jockey buddy over here found Beer City, Asheville Beer City. Let's give that a listen.
2: Growing up in the hills, you could get a quick thrill with a bud or a sip of moonshine. Hugging with your cutie in the drive-in movie made you both feel mighty, mighty fine. Times have changed and the beer has too. The craft beers have taken the scene. The brewers now number a dozen or so. And Asheville's a beer lover's dream. Sip a cold beer and spread a lot of cheer. Whenever you come to Beer City. In Asheville town, you could drink another round. Maybe get a little bit giddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love That's it. good. Tell us about the song, how it came about. Well. You know, back, I recorded this album back about, I think it was 2013. In that time, Asheville had the reputation for being Beer City like four or five years in a row, something like that on a Mm -hmm. national basis. So I was just sitting around one day and thought, I believe we need us a song. So we sat (laughs) down, wrote this song,
1: and tried to tie in everything I could about Beer City. I'm glad
0: you did, man. I really am. You
1: are well acquainted with... uh... The fellow who maybe started one of the first craft breweries. Oscar
2: Wong is a very good friend of mine. Matter right. of fact, the Boy Scouts honored him not long ago with our Distinguished Citizen Award because Oscar Wong is the man who actually started the, the, right. the back in, in 94. He, he started brewing beer just as a hobby. And he's the he's called the Godfather of craft brewing here in Western North Carolina. And now there are hundreds of I guess now hundreds of breweries
1: out there. Whatever yeah, it's a big yeah. number.
0: But Oscar's the one that started.
1: Even your hometown, Canton yeah, has the has hometown
2: brewery. of Canton's
0: got one. And that cult-like following of uh, of Coal Mountain beer will be released here that's soon. Right. It usually comes that's, around that's in right. November, uh, every year. And it, it, truly is a cult following. Yes, you're exactly
2: right, Randy. But Oscar Wong is just one of the, one of the finest people you yes. you'll ever meet. Wonderful guy.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, there was, a, uh, a song about cold mountain that you wrote. Uh, it didn't have, it wasn't about the beer. Tell us about what it is.
2: Well, on September the 13th, Friday, the 13th of 1946, a B 25 bomber right after the war had never been painted. This bomber it's a missile class. B 25 was flying from Detroit down to Tampa. Youngest general in the air Corps and two sergeants and two colonels. And they called into the tower in Bristol and said they wanted to go visual and said, well, be careful. It's kind of nasty weather. Well, he missed the top of Cole mountain by about 150 feet and that plane crashed into coal mountain now those folks lived up crusoe and around there outside of canton that was quite an event so uh, so there's a book written about it and i got interested in it and learned a lot about it and i just decided i needed to write a song about the coal mountain bomber crash and that's basically a lot of my songs are story songs as you're noticing so this is the story about the coal mountain bomber crash Mm -hmm. folks who still are alive who remember the crash of that B-25 on the 13th of September on a foggy Friday morn many years ago Cole Mountain's face was torn Was not long
0: over, and the boys had all come home. The year was forty-six. Well, that mountain uh, spawned light. a lot of uh, books, and yeah, movies, sure and uh, exactly. songs about plane crashes. Well, that, that
2: that that particular song, the, the the if you listen when you get to hear the whole thing, you can. Josh Goforth again did the production on that, and. Uh, he, we brought in Tony Kreisman, who's Willie Nelson's studio drummer, and he'd worked with Glenn Campbell and Merle Haggard and a few of those folks, uh, James Taylor. But you can you can just hear the way he did the percussion. You can hear that bomber coming in there. Eddie Swan, the great Eddie Swan, the legendary Eddie Swan, absolutely is re- legendary, is, is the is the engineer that that pr- produced b- both my albums as far as the the uh, electronics side of it. But he's worked with a lot of. The, he's recorded Tony Rice and George Beverly Shea and. Vince Gill, and a lot of big names and, uh, regal music is the name of his business. And we're, we still get together and jam some, and we're going to do another album one of these days, but Eddie Swan is, is a legend too.
0: He's yeah. a fine guitar player too. He
1: is a great guitar player. And Richard, before we forget it, we need to, uh, tell the people listening to the podcast, your uh, website, if they want to get some of your music. Yeah, Dave. Thank
2: you. It's it's Richard Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y, RichardHurleyMusic.com. And when you go to the website, there are a number of tabs there, and one of them has got a tab that's a video tab that has a couple of my songs with videos that we did uh, uh, to kind of meld in the songs with my with my song or the
1: the, the lyrics and the music together, the songs. So I was uh, raised over in Cherokee County in far western north carolina not the town of cherokee but Mm -hmm. cherokee county over there andrews murphy over in that area where that is where i was raised pool rooms had a bad reputation when i was growing up (laughs) (laughs) and i distinctly remember my mom saying david we better not catch you in a Pool room or on one of them motorcycles. (laughs) Now, there's a song for you Pool rooms and motorcycles. (laughs) Throw a beer in there and you got a real song, right? Yeah, oh my goodness. But tell us about the pool, well, room, pool room
2: challenge. Well, this, this goes back to when I was in college at Chapel Hill, I'd come home from uh, break and I, they had the, the old Canton Y, of course the mill, you know, was closed there in Canton. Now we had an old Y that was there that re, was replaced by a machine uh, over there years ago. Anyway, we all learned to play pool, swim at the Y and whatnot. Well, the new I, I'd come home from school break, and this kid, uh, I was a decent pool player. I wasn't one of the best, but I, you know, I beat most of the local boys there. Well, this old young younger kid saw me, and he says, hey, Richard, let's shoot some pool. And I said, well, I'd love to, but I got a got a date. And he said, well, come on, just let's play. And I said, well, I really don't have time. He said, what's the matter, you chicken or something? Mm-hmm. And I said, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I said, I can't let that go by. So, <laughs> so I said, Well, looked at my watch and I said, Tell you what. I said, We'll play one game. What do you want to play? And he said, Eight ball. So the, all these other kids quit playing around. There are four tables there, and all these other kids, kids quit playing. They all pulled their chairs in there to see this event. And this, you've heard of your 15 minutes of fame. This was my 15 minutes of fame. Cause I want, you know, every once in a while I might run a rack, but not very often. Well, I went over and I pulled the stick off the wall and chalked it up. I said, do you want me to, you want me to rack them or break him?" He says, you can break them. Just don't miss. Well, I broke those suckers and ran the table. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and
0: he stood there.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, the song tells it all, but that that's what inspired that song. Well,
0: let's listen in to- The pool
2: room challenge. Josh is great here on this one. Oh, yeah. He called me out one Saturday night, like a playground bully in a schoolyard fight. I remember back before you went off to school, you used to shoot some pretty good pool. Well, I've got real good to this custom cue, and Five says I can lay a whooping on you. Eight ball, that's my game of pool. By the way, pal, the name's Kelly Cool.
0: Fantastic,
2: that is great. I wish you could, Kelly, but I got a hot date and she'll be right ill if I get there late. I believe you might be scared of a lick. Because it seems to me like you're just plain old chicken. <laughs> now I did embellish it a little bit because back in those days I didn't have any money to gamble, and we didn't have breakdown cues. And this kid's name was not Kelly Cool, but you know I had to embellish it. But, oh, yeah. but it's basically a true story and all the biographical songs. <laughs> That's got the uh, the
0: feel of, uh, the Johnny cash song, the baron. Yeah,
2: you're exactly, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I remember that now, but, but, but Josh did that music. And when you listen to the whole thing, you can hear the balls dropping the way he did the music, you know, wow. that, you can hear the balls dropping. Like he talks about cutting the five of three bank three rail, to two and whatever I've uh, said. Since,
1: since I was prohibited from going into a pool room, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> none whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, that's true. I never had a what do you call them? Acoustic. Acoustic. Yeah. Never had one in my hand in my life. Wow. Well, well. I told you well, was I was raised song. in Cherokee County by a fundamentalist Baptist preacher. Yeah. You didn't go in pool rooms. <laughs> right? off in motorcycles too. <laughs> Don't drink any beer. Oh. Speaking of beer, you got another beer song here called "My Budweiser Billfold." Oh boy, was... I love that song. I love the lyrics. You talk about a well-written. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, Very kind. Great lyric.
2: Yeah, you know, I I was in the uh, in the Navy during the NOM era, and I was sitting in a bar one day. One well, evening it was after work. And there was a, a career guy sitting there next to me And he was about three sheets to the wind And I was maybe a quarter of a sheet <laughs> I'd had a couple and he looked over at me and he says You know what, son? And I said, what's that? And he said, i tell you what says, my girlfriend's got a scotch and water taste And I got a Budweiser billfold <laughs> I said, boy I, I went back to the ship And I wrote this song I'll be dark. a little girl out to have a little drink. I said, what will you have? And she said, I think a little scotch and water. That'll do me just fine. We can have a few together. Big man, you'll be mine. I wanted that woman, and I wanted her bad. I spent all the money that I ever had just to wear. It. <laughs> Richard,
0: you have written so many songs. How Hello, many here. songs are in your catalog? Well,
2: there's fifteen on this album, and then there's fifteen on my Catalucci album, the other the other album. Then I've got a few more that I haven't recorded yet. That wow! I probably need to do something with.
1: When I first uh, heard that uh, Budweiser song, my Budweiser billfold. <laughs> you being in that bar room, you reminded me of Tom T. Hall's watermelon and children. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Waterma- old, old dogs, dogs yeah. Children, children and watermelon, watermelon wine, wine, because he was sitting in a bar in Miami. Yeah. And yeah. got your the inspiration good? for yeah. that song. Yeah.
0: Well, of course, uh, to any Haywood County boy, the pigeon river is uh, home sweet home. And, and I'm so glad the pigeon river is flowing clean now. Yeah. Uh, Back when I was growing up, up in Madison County, you talk about growing up out in the country, uh, uh, We the, the Pigeon River didn't smell too good. and it, Actually, all of our rivers around here didn't smell too good. The French Broad oh, no. River that went through Marshall was polluted, and we've made a lot of progress. We you have. Know, we you know, people have. talk about going back to the good old days, uh, and I, I sometimes... Think about the good old days when the rivers were polluted and, uh, and the air was polluted and, and how much progress we've made in cleaning up uh, the peaceful Pigeon River. You're, Tell us about you're that.
2: You're exactly right, Randy. And th- this song, gosh, I wrote this one way, way, way back. And as, as we were getting to rec- getting ready to record this in Eddie's studio with Josh doing the music, the night before I went over there, I had written this song 40 or 45 years ago, something like that give or take. And I couldn't come up with a tune and I st- was struggling. I need one more song. And I f- came up with a tune the night before we went in there, but it talks about growing up in Canton and, the, and around the pigeon river and the beauty of, of Haywood County, where I grew up. And that's, that's basically what, what the song's about. And I, but now the, some people say, well, you know, they've had floods over there since then, which they have, but, but this is still about the peaceful pigeon river. North Carolina Near the border Of old Tennessee By the banks Of the peaceful Pigeon River That's where I'll always want to be I grew up In the hills of Haywood County the sky gently swallows.
0: That sounds a little like Bobby Hicks on the fiddle. huh? Well, that's just Josh. Uh, Josh, Josh? okay. All right. and
2: he's a genius musician. He, he plays really, everything. Yeah. He's just he's just great. Anytime you can go see Josh Goforth, go see him. He what?
0: played with uh, Doc Watson a lot. He,
2: yeah, he? he's yeah. got some good stories about having picked with Doc. Yeah. But he's right up there with the big ones, and
1: Josh yeah. Goforth is. Richard knows this, but Randy may not. Something that's unique about Haywood County and rivers and streams, no water runs into Haywood County. All the water in Haywood County, including the Pigeon River, originates in Haywood County. Yep. Wow. That's right. Yeah. And I read somewhere, I believe, where it's the only county in the United States where that's true. Absolutely that. no water runs into Haywood County. Well, the elevation
0: of Haywood County is, I mean, you're in the mountains. Yeah, it's higher than it is over here. Yes, yes. Well, guys, we have uh, just about filled up our little uh, allotted time here for Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. Can we
1: come back for a second show with Richard?
0: I like you thinking. I like you thinking. If we can get him to hang around. I'd be flattered, guys, very much. Thank you. Get us in touch with Richard Hurley Music uh Richard before we sign off of this one this episode and we'll be back in a couple of weeks and talk further with Richard but uh if anyone's interested in in uh talking to you about appearing and and making some music for him tell us how to get in touch
2: with Yeah you. my again my website is richardhurleymusic.com and I've got an easy phone number 828 299 9222 two you're going to write a song Thank about you. that phone number. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There's a story behind it. I got that number too. <laughs> Richard
0: Hurley, mountain musician, folk uh, musician, and friend of Randy and Dave on Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. And again, uh, come back in uh, a little while uh, for another episode. And we'll talk more with our friend Richard Hurley on Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. Be sure to click the subscribe button for another episode of Hot Mike with Randy Houston and Dave Hogan.